I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, September 1. Can you believe it? The first day of September. And uh, I thank the Lord for a great month in August. I'm looking forward to a great month of September. And thank you for joining us today for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome you listening on the radio, 95.9 FM in our local area. Uh, those that are watching on Facebook, thank you for taking the time to tune in. And then on our radio app and on our podcast and YouTube and all the different ways of of listening and tuning in. Some of you will listen after the fact. And well, you say, well, what day is this? Well, we're recording this right now. We're live on uh, September the 1st. This is lunchtime. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you had a good morning. Uh, I had a great morning this morning. We got to have our school chapel services this morning. Uh, we start with elementary, first through six. Then we have a seven through 12 chapel. And then we have, I go over for the four and five-year-olds. We have a little mini chapel there. Uh, but we had singing and uh, we had preaching and had a good time. Uh, God's given us a wonderful student body, given us a wonderful staff. And we are so thankful for each and every person. And if you think of it on Wednesday mornings, uh, pray for the chapel services. And then, of course, Wednesday night is our prayer meeting, Bible study. Uh, tonight we have Teens on Target, Master Clubs, all of those ministries tonight at 7. And we're looking forward to a great service tonight. Hope you plan to join us. Happy birthday today to Luke Dollum. And happy birthday today also to Marilyn Newsom. I hope you folks have a great day today. Uh, let's be in prayer today for our church. Pray for our missionaries. Uh, pray for our military and law enforcement. Uh, pray for the folks in Afghanistan. And then let's also be in prayer for those who uh, have been recently affected by Hurricane Ida. Uh, if you saw some of the pictures uh, from Louisiana and Mississippi, it was awful. And we need to pray for those folks and uh, pray that uh, God will... Uh, give them grace and strength, meet their needs. Pray people will come to Christ uh, through times like these. And so I hope you pray for those requests. Here's a great song. Uh, the name of the song is I'll Trust the Potter's Hand. And I want to tell you, uh, we are just the clay, but we are in the hand of the potter. And I believe that we can trust the potter. The potter knows what's best. Hope you enjoy this song. And then we'll be in Proverbs 16 today uh, for our Bible study. Here on the potter's wheel I find myself once more My faults and frailties Bring me here just like before With strong and loving hands The pressure is I tremble as he puts me through the fire. I'll trust the potter's hand. He knows what's best for me. He 
That's a great song. Hope you enjoyed that song. And uh, whatever you're going through today, just uh, remember that we are the clay in the potter's hand, and you can trust the potter. Um, I like that passage in Jeremiah where it talks about the fact that uh, the potter is doing the work on the clay. And uh, there even got to a point where the clay um, became hardened and uh, the clay was broken. Of course, that's not because of uh, the potter's fault, but many times because our hearts get hard and uh, because of sin and because of uh, maybe pride or stubbornness that we have to be broken sometimes. But you know, the Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, it says, but the potter, he took the clay and he made it again, another vessel as seemed good to the potter. And I'm glad that uh, we serve a God of the second chance and I'm glad God gives us many times second and third and fourth and God is so gracious to us, and I'm thankful that He is the potter. He knows what's best. Proverbs 16 in your Bibles, while we were listening to the song, I was looking on Facebook. We don't know uh, all the folks in the radio. If you're on the radio app, we can see the city uh, where you're listening from, but on Facebook, many times you'll comment and say you're listening from such and such, and uh, we've got folks in different places, but Miss Joanne Hoggard, it's good to hear from you. Uh, you are visiting your family in the United Kingdom. And so um, you are ahead of us. Uh, it is uh, noon here, so you are probably getting ready to eat dinner, or I don't know, what do they call it in England? They call it supper, they call it dinner. But uh, we hope you're doing well. hope you're having a good visit there. 
And uh, God bless you and all the folks that are watching and listening today. We welcome you. And uh, I hope there'll be something that'll be said today that'll help you, something that'll encourage you. I hope that song was a blessing. I want you to look at Proverbs 16. I know the Word of God is always good. And let's look at verse number 6 is where we'll start. We'll get back to the first few verses later, but I want to start with verse 6. I want to talk about purity, or you could also use the word purging. It says in verse number 6, By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. That word purging is the word cleansing or purifying. It's literally to carry off impurities or, 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 or superfluous uh, matter or materials that are not helpful, they're not needed, they're actually hindering. And that's what purging is all about. So, well, Pastor, how do, we, how do we need purging or why do we need purging in our lives? It says, by mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. Well, we need purging because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We are all sinners by our sin nature, but we are also sinners by choice. You say, well, I got saved. And when I got saved, God forgave me of all my sin. And you're exactly right. He did. But did you know that after we get saved, we still sin? And that sin is not going to send you to hell after you get saved because that sin's already been paid for. But that, that sin is going to hinder your fellowship. It's going to hinder your relationship with the Lord. 1 John 1, 1.8, and by the way, the book of 1 John was primarily written to Christian people. But it says this, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Now, remember what it say, what it say in verse 6? By mercy and truth iniquity is purged. But if we say we have not sinned, uh, then we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Verse 10, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him, that is Christ, a liar and the word is not in us. You see, we after we get saved, we still sin. And that's why we need purging. That's why we need cleansing. David uh, was a man after God's own heart. David penned uh, most of or majority of the Psalms, but yet he wrote in Psalm 51 after he sinned against God, he said, God, I need you to purge me. I need you to cleanse me. I need you to restore me. Paul was the greatest missionary that ever lived. Some would argue he was the greatest Christian that ever lived. But the apostle Paul who wrote much of the New Testament, he wrote in Romans 7 and he said, you know, the things that I shouldn't do, I do those things. And the things that I should do, I don't do those things. He said, oh, wretched man that I am. You see, Paul struggled with sin even after he got saved. He needed purging. He needed cleansing. And so do you. And so do I. I wonder what is the sin in your life that needs to be purged? What is the sin in your heart that maybe nobody else knows about? I'll tell you, God knows about it. And you know, I want to be clean. I want to be pure. I want to be right with God. The song in our hymn book, it says, Nothing between my soul and the Savior. I don't want anything to be between me and God. I don't want my sin to separate. That's what Isaiah says, that it is our sin that separates us from God. And our sin is what keeps us from having our prayers answered. David wrote in Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24, he said, Search me, O God, 
and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So the question is, how do we get our sins purged? Well, the answer in verse number six of Proverbs 16 says, by mercy and truth. Mercy, God's mercy is something that we don't deserve. We, we don't deserve God's mercy. We deserve judgment. But God's truth is this, that when we confess our sin, when we admit to God that it is sin, we admit to God that there's a problem, that's how we can experience purging. It's like if uh, you have a, a car, a vehicle that is filthy. It has not been cleaned. Uh, it's covered in dust and dirt and you were mudding and it's got mud caked all over and birds have been dropping all over it and leaves have been falling on it and debris and it's just covered. And you say, yeah, you know, that car doesn't need to be clean. It's perfect. Just, well, no, you've got to admit that there's a problem and you need to wash it. Well, the same is true in our own lives. We have to first admit that there is a problem. Notice what it says in verse six, by the fear of the Lord men depart from evil. You see, we need to get right, that is being purged, but then we need to stay right, that is purity. Some Christians, I'm afraid, they only do spring cleaning. They only do cleaning once in a great while, but God wants us to do daily cleaning, daily cleansing. When I was in college, uh, at the end of a semester, occasionally it'd be other times, but usually it was the end of a semester, we would have what we called white glove inspections in the dorms. Uh, my first two years as a student, I had to participate in those obviously. And then my last two years, I was a, a dorm supervisor. And so now I have to participate in, this, in the, uh, the white glove, but I had to be the one to inspect and I hated that. It was awful. I mean, you're supposed to be, you know, the tops of the refrigerators and all the shelves and under the beds and the doorways and the handles and everything had to be spotless. Well, can you imagine in college with a, a men's dormitory and all these college guys, uh, they were supposed to do daily cleaning, but it didn't always get done like it should have. So guess what? When the white glove inspections came around, there were some guys that had to be up all night long and it would take hours and hours of scrubbing and cleaning and sorting and going through things. How come? Because it wasn't done daily sometimes things would build up and things would pile up and things would stack up and maybe eventually things would just kind of take over a room or take over an area. Well, friend, I want to tell you, don't let sin pile up. Don't let sin stack up and don't let it take over your life. Uh, keep short accounts with God. Uh, confess your sin every single day. Get it right with God. Be, be clean, be pure, and let God let the blood of Jesus Christ purge you every day and make you clean. Isn't it a good feeling when something is clean? Uh, I hate it when something's dirty. I hate it when something, you just, you just you have that feeling, it just, it weighs on you. Well, can I tell you your sin and my sin, it'll weigh on you. It'll burden you down. It'll make you miserable until you get it clean, until you get it right with God. Verse number six, we didn't get very far today, but I hope this helped you. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. I hope you have a great day. Let's live on the winning side. And we won't be able to be on the winning side 
if we have sin that is taken over. Let's purge our, ourselves with uh, the blood of Jesus. Let that Jesus purge us. And let's keep ourselves pure. Keep ourselves clean every day. God bless you. Thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.